Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Today is the introductory episode, and I hope you'll follow along with future episodes and give me a chance to get better. My reason for creating this podcast is to present Jesus as not only the Most High Son of God, but also the loving Savior who desires no one has lost a cent. I hope you'll find the devotions encouraging, motivating, and even at times convicting. And conviction is good when brought about by God's Holy Spirit. The devotions are taken directly from the Bible, and I believe all Scripture is inspired of God and therefore without error or fault. The Bible is also, to me, the final word on all matters of faith and practice. And speaking of practice, the way Bible truth impacts a Christian's life is by application. I have learned to trust God's Word even during those times I didn't feel like it. But by applying scriptural principles, which is my part, God has always done His part. I now live by faith in God's goodness. Now, it wasn't always this way. Before trusting Jesus and His forgiveness for my sin, I was a skeptic. But a faithful friend shared with me about his beliefs, the beliefs that Jesus died on the cross to take away our sins. But even then, it took several months for that truth to sink in. One day, he and I were out cutting firewood. We had a part-time firewood business. And while taking a break from running the chainsaws, we sat on a log and sharpened the blades. He told me he shouldn't have gone into business with me because it's forbidden in the Bible to become partners with someone who is not a Christian. He called it unequally yoked. I told him I didn't want to be a hypocrite just to make him happy. I didn't believe all the Bible, like the part about Moses parting the Red Sea. He asked if I believed Jesus died for my sin. Yes, I did, because I'd been raised in church. He explained if I had faith in Jesus' death and asked God's forgiveness, I could be saved. Well, what about not believing the entire Bible, I asked him. He said that would come with time. I thought about what he said, and it it always bothered me a little that I wasn't right with God. I wasn't at peace. But in that moment, I knelt on one knee and I prayed. That was 44 years ago this year, 2021. During the last four decades, my life has been anything but perfect. Most of the problems and loss I experienced were my fault. Being a stubborn man, I resisted giving control to God. I wanted to do things my way. I don't know how many times God must have sighed and said to the angels, there he goes again. And during the most painful times, though, when I failed, I found God ready to forgive and restore. And there's a beautiful illustration of God's gentle and merciful nature in a parable Jesus told. This parable is found in Luke 15:11, and goes down through verse 20. I'm reading from verse 11, and this is Jesus speaking. And he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that comes to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And this man sent him into the fields to feed his swine. 
And he would have eaten the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave anything unto him. And then he came to himself and said, How many hard servants of my father have bread enough to spare, and here I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you, and am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hard servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion. He ran to his son, grabbed him in a hug, and kissed him. Now, I know what this is like to come to God having wasted portions of my life. But then God gives a promise in Romans 8.28. It reads, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I came across this verse while going through a divorce nearly 20 years ago. At the time, I thought there is no way God could bring good out of a ruined marriage. It was a marriage I ruined my neglect. And then years before this divorce, I went through several months of suicidal depression. And now that level of depression began to stalk me nearly every day. But somewhere in the fog I lived in, God impressed upon me. If I would give him the pain, he would restore me. I gave it to him, all that pain. And it took several years, but eventually I was restored to a new normal. The process involved needing to understand God's love, because I doubted it. And who wouldn't, especially having wrecked a 30-year marriage? I didn't love myself very much. But at some point, I also read John fifteen nine, and this is Jesus speaking. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. When I read it, I doubted this was true for me, having been raised in a denomination that taught we had to earn God's favor and love. But something about that verse grabbed me, and I began to wonder, what if it's true even for me? So I started reading that verse last thing before going to bed, and first thing every morning, and I would think about it during the day. Now, it took about a year and a half before I believed it on an emotional level. And even now, all these years later, I still enjoy knowing God loves us, even me. Now, this kind of truth in the Bible motivates me to present these devotions and try to do them in a way you can believe them for yourself. Each devotion centers on one primary truth meant to encourage and or exhort change for the better. If you take just one thought from God's Word and think on it throughout the week, it gives God's power a chance to work in your favor. Doing this each week builds a wall against all the clutter trying to find a way into your mind. Fifty-two weeks of this, and you'll have enough of God's Word to stand stronger than at the beginning. But stronger how? Stronger in the mind to start with. By having a stronger mindset founded on the rock of Christ. Jesus describes this mindset process of obedience in Matthew seven twenty four through 27. I'll begin reading in verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that hears these sayings of mine and does them not 
is likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And then God promises in Isaiah 55, 11, and 12, the inevitable result of obeying his word is found in the promise beginning in verse 11. This is the Lord speaking. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that for which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. As you can see, these devotions are not scholarly, but rather meant to provide a right-where-you-are message each week for everyday circumstances. And this is where life tries to wear us down and out. Life can be gritty for sure, but I intend to teach at that level, deeper than a mere skimming over Scripture gives us. I hope you'll follow along with me, and I'm fairly confident, as I hoped earlier, that I will get better as time goes by. At least, that's what I've been told. And if you see how I can improve, please let me know at info at hopesharbor.net. Thanks. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.